0: Welcome to the Live Long, Lead Well Broadcast. I'm Dr. Mark Jones and today we're going to talk about making kingly confessions. Stay tuned for today's broadcast. Revelations, chapter 1, verses 5 and 6, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and hath made us kings and priests, Unto God and His Father. To Him be glory and dominion forever. You know, believers, that is exactly who we are. We are kings and priests unto God, which means we have authority in two realms, both in the heavens and in the earth. Now, I want you to imagine just for a moment. Given a completely immature person, control of the most powerful position in the earth. Imagine that for a moment. Given a person who is completely immature, control of the most powerful position in the earth. Imagine a person who is immature that doesn't realize that their words can stabilize or destabilize things. Imagine a person that doesn't realize that their words can create peace or their words can create war. Imagine a person who does not realize that their words can change climates and doesn't realize that their words can shift economies. Now, believers, I'm talking about us. I'm talking about those of us who have come to faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We have been made kings and priests unto our God. But if we're going to live powerful, effective lives, we have got to consign ourselves to making kingly confessions. In other words, we need to learn and understand that we have to exercise Dominion through the words that we speak. You know, in Matthew chapter 12, verse 36, Jesus says, I tell you on the day of judgment, people will give account for every careless word that they speak. Now, I want you to think about the gravity of that particular directive. On the day of judgment, all of us will give account for every careless word that we speak. So I want you to ask yourself these questions. Number one, am I intentional about the alignment of my confessions with my expectations? Am I I making sure that my confessions align perfectly with what I expect to see made manifest in my life? Now here's another question to ask yourself. Do I specialize in only using faith-filled words? Am I positive in my confessions? Are my words a reflection of my faith or are my words a reflection of my fears? Now this is something very powerful to think about and to consider if we're going to align ourselves and make kingly confessions, confessions that are in alignment with the position that we have been given. Now, here's another thing I want you to ask yourself. Am I mindful to not dig up my seed with counterproductive confessions? You know, for example, if we pray or if we make certain declarations over our lives, do we then turn around after having planted that seed expecting a harvest, and then dig up that seed by speaking something that is counterproductive to what we had confessed? Do my words promote the growth of my seed is the question that we need to ask ourselves. And also, we need to make sure that we're not handing over power and authority to the demonic realm through careless words. Do I use words that hand power to the enemy? You know, the Bible says that Satan comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. But always remember this, he listens to your words in order to determine how to do so. So, in Jones chapter 1, Job 1 7, I want to give you an illustration of this principle. It says, And the Lord said unto Satan, From where do you come? And Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro on the earth and from walking up and down through it. Now, this tells me that the enemy is always on the prowl for some kind of means through which he can undermine the life of the believer, and there is no greater means through which he does so, than the words that we speak. Now, you have to also realize that your well-being is attached to your confessions. You know, I often give an illustration about a scientific discovery and test that was performed. Uh, Scientists put rice in two jars. And in one jar, they spoke to the rice every day that it was hated. And in the other jar, they spoke to the rice in the jar that it was loved. And interestingly enough, the rice that was hated, that the words hate was spoken over every day, rotted faster than the rice in the jar where the word love, where you were loved was being spoken. So we need to understand that our well-being is attached to, To our speech. Now remember this. Even as we read in our opening scripture in Revelations 1 6, we found that we have been made kings and priests unto our God. That is a spiritual reality. But the question is as kings, do we understand how to exercise dominion with our speech? You see, if you knew that your life follows your confessions, will you change your speech? And if so, how would you change your speech? In Mark chapter twelve, verse thirty-five, it says, "A good man, out of the good treasure of the heart, bringeth forth good things; and an evil man, out of the evil treasure, brings forth evil things." So now remember this your mouth reveals exactly where your heart is. I know that that may be sort of poignant, but it's just the truth that your mouth reveals where your heart is. Another thing you need to understand is that your mouth is a creation center. Now, believer, think about this. If you really believe that, killing and creating is in your mouth because death and life is in the power of the tongue, then how strategic are you being about the words that you speak when you speak them? How strategic are you being about making sure that all of your confessions are in perfect alignment with your expectations? You see, we have to be intentional with our words and where we place them. Now, I want you to consider another verse, Matthew chapter 12, verse 36. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give an account of in the day of judgment. Now, doesn't that tell you that words are a matter of stewardship? You know, I want you to think about it like money. Uh, it is required of a of a steward that they be found faithful, but when it comes to the economy of God, God expects us to be good stewards of our words, and that is because from God's vantage point, He completely understands the power that is housed in the words that we speak. You know, God Himself said, "My word, which goeth out from me, shall not return unto me void." but it shall accomplish that which I have spoken it, or which it has been purposed to accomplish. Now think about that. And then you and I have been made in the very image and likeness of God, meaning that killing and creating is in our mouths. So I want to give you these admonitions as you become masters with the use of your words. Number one, Avoid careless words. Think about what you say before you say it. Think about the harvest that could be gained as a result of saying these words. Think about it. Now here's the second key. Remember to be a steward of your words. Manage the economy of your words as if you were managing the money or the resources of another individual. Now, remember also, every one of us will give an account for the mismanagement of words. This is very important to understand and even more important to embody in our speech. Now, lastly, in John fourteen twenty three, Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my father will love him. And we will come unto him, and we will make our abode with him. And the last principle I want to give you is become a keeper of the word. Remember, the most important thing that God has given to us is the word of God. The most important thing that God has ever entrusted to us as believers is to use the word of God as a matter of stewardship in in order to live lives that are effective and to bring forth the glory of God through our engagement of this world. He said, Behold, I give you power over all the power of the enemy. And we exercise that power and that authority through the words in which we speak. Now listen, I know that this has been a lot of information in a very short time. But believers, we have been made kings and priests under our God. And these principles have come forth so we learn how to exercise authority and learn how to use our words to bring forth the will of God and to create the world that we desire to live in. Listen, this has been the Live Long, Lead Well broadcast with Dr. Mark Jones. If you're interested in getting me out to be a part of your next event, give us a call at 813-241-6919, extension 15, and schedule your next event. You can also find me on Facebook at Mark Jones, or you can find my messages on YouTube at Manifestations Worldwide. Until we get together next time, may you live long and lead Whale.